0: Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go.
1: You're listening to The Voice, the Sommest Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk? Let's go.
0: This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land.
1: In the land. The
0: oh voice radio network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go!
1: award-considered, we need an award-nominated radio station here we can all-time
0: this for you, starting with the Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, then the Thomas Voice presents by booking only Tuesdays, it's The Grub at 1 p.m., followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne LeBreen at 6 p.m. Thursday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sego at 4.30, followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Friday's Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4.30 p.m. And Saturday's is our double hitter, and it starts with Saturday's Fetch with Sister Lorraine Brown, with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central, followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also, download Live 365 and search the Summer's Voice Radio Network and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website, www. Radio Network.com Walk with us family Let's go At Majel's Products We care for a better you With our handmade Natural ingredients to give you Healthier skin, body And stronger hair Like our face, foot Hair and body Care products To order yours today Please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without
1: breaking the bank.
0: You never heard Christian radio quite, like, quite this. like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. <laughs> This is Pastor Bill Jenkins of Destinland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's
1: go! You're listening to Saturday's buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown
0: and Roberta Joe, right now. TPV Radio. TPV Radio.
1: You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and
0: Roberta Joe. Right now, TPV Radio. Good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. It is a joy. It is a privilege. It is an honor to be with you uh, again on Saturday's Buffet. We look forward to sharing and breaking the bread of life. We look forward to improving, we look forward to growing, we look forward to being stretched by the challenges that the Word of God brings into the life of the believer. If we are in a place where we're um, being still and not moving, I encourage you to check your location, something is wrong. We serve a God that's a God of progression. He always have us to uh, be moving from glory to glory. And from one place of growth to another place, there is leveling up in God. Amen. I'd like to greet my panel on today. Amen. I'm honored. I'm honored and blessed of God to have um, a collaboration of uh, believers of God who see life from different levels and different perspectives. Um, Uh, We'd like to say uh, good afternoon to Sister Roberta. How are you, Sister Roberta? You feel free to greet the people on today. Good afternoon to everyone. It's a blessing to be on, a blessing to be heard, and it's a blessing to be able to hear on this side. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you for that lovely greeting I wouldn't expect anything else coming from such a lovely lady. Uh, We uh, also have Pastor Johnny Jackson on, on with us today. We'd like to greet you, Pastor Johnny, and like to give you a chance to greet the people today. Pastor Jackson, do you have your phone on mute, sir? Okay. Pastor Johnny Jackson, are you there?
3: All right. Thank
2: you so much. No, it doesn't sound like it. Okay, Pastor uh, Jimmy Little, are you there? We'd like to allow you an opportunity to greet the people today. I know that Pastor Little is traveling today. And he may be in and out of service. Okay, we're gonna move right along. Uh Brother John, Elder John Jackson, are you with us on today?
4: Yes, ma'am, I'm here. God bless. You hear me?
2: God bless you. Yes, I hear you, sir. Yes, I hear you. Looking forward to your input and and your take on the word of God on today. Uh, uh, Sister Tracy, are you with us on today? Sister Tracy, are you with us on today? Pastor Chris, is, is Sister Tracy with us on today?
0: I'm trying to check now. Let me see what's she. She's on her off. landline,
2: sir. Six two three six.
0: Okay, got it. Yeah, that was an unfamiliar number. I got
2: it. Okay, that's go. that's Keep her. You Okay, so <laughs> okay. Stacey, this is an opportunity to greet the people on today. Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Hello. How's everyone? Wonderful. Uh, you don't know this, but you shall learn it uh, a little while later. You you have really impacted the show for today. And I'm going to share that with you a little later on. You set us up today. I want you to know that. Uh-oh. Uh Sister Tammy, are you with <laughs> us on today? I am alive and well and amongst the living. <laughs> <laughs> awesome and amazing. We're going to double back. Uh, would you like to greet the people, Sister Tammy? Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, we're going to double back and see if we can catch uh, Pastor Little and Pastor Jackson. Pastor Little, are you with us?
5: Okay, Pastor Jackson, are you there? <laughs> yes, I
2: am. Hey, hey, would you like to greet the people on today,
1: sir?
5: Yes, sir. Uh, uh, good morning, all uh, uh, the Saturday buffet okay, listeners. God bless you. Have a wonderful day today. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for expecting yeah. to hear a good uh, word today.
6: Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Sister Teresa made sure we going to have a good subject line. Uh, I know she's probably saying, what did I do? But you did a great thing. Uh, we were looking at um, Ephesians chapter 5. We have a few verses left, and we're going to attempt to uh, get those few verses out the way so we can go to a subject that uh, Sister Teresa has provided for us on today. We're looking at the 30th verse, which says, We are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. We are the church And we were taken from Christ Just like the woman was taken from the side of mankind And now Like in a, in a wedding The bride Is given to her husband Like the church is being prepared uh, To be given to her groom uh, She was taken from the body From his body The wife was taken from the body of her husband uh, Just like Christ Is uh, representation representing uh, the body of Christ as our head and our leader he was crucified and resurrected uh, as a spiritual offspring of humanity and he was given to, to, uh, given, uh, to, to the body of Christ and, and he didn't come as a reigning king but he came as a servant and that's a great great uh, uh, attribute for us as the body of Christ to take from, from Christ that we need to learn how to become servants. We need to learn how to become godly companions and friends. And and and, 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 and those things will, will enhance our life. We're looking at relationships, and a lot of relationships are suffering today because most of the time nobody wants to take that low road. Nobody wants to serve another. Nobody wants to uh, work on being a good companion to their, their mates. But if we're going to exist and be happy and be content in the life that we have, we're going to have to, to, to take on these types of behaviors. We're going to have to learn how to serve somebody else besides being self-servant. We're going to have to take, take out this selfishness that we have uh, going on in our life and become selfless. That's what Christ did for us. And if we're going to represent him, we've got to take on these attributes. Pastor Jackson, as a as a leader, do you have problems finding people that don't want to serve and don't want to be selfless in the church today?
5: Yes, absolutely. It's Want to speak on it? It's a big problem. It's a problem. Yes, um, it, uh, throughout the years that I've been pasting, um, they have. A zeal, but not according to God. And as you have to do what the scripture said, press on, continue, do the work, continue, look to God every every day. You get frustrated, but you gotta keep going. You get you get uh, you you, you want to get frustrated because you don't want to stay there because it'll lead to quit. But you have to keep going. It is a, its It has been there. The, if we follow the scripture, as it said, we have to be followers of Christ, take his advice, take his examples, take his direction, if we're going to make it. Because it's the only way if we try to delete any of these words in place of the that because these are the parables of Christ, uh, telling us how to, to a wife and husband to to get along, and he's given us to leave your father and mother, cleave to the wife, husband love your wife and wife reverence your husband. Well, these are things that we got to do, or we ain't gonna be successful in that era. We have to do what it's says. And, and, and join, he said, leave the father and mother and join unto his wife, not nobody else's, and not somebody else or somebody that go somewhere else. We got to join to that, that that unit where God tell us to join to. We go other places, and then we gonna have the problem. But that's where, and we have to stay there and work on that, that what he has given us to do because if you try to go any other way, it's not going to work. Okay. Amen.
2: Sister Roberta, uh, uh, Pastor Jackson talked about reverencing your husband and the husband loving his wife. We look at we look at this scripture uh, verse 30 and we see that Eve came from the openness of the side of Adam and we saw that the church flowed from the pierced side of Christ but Christ unlike man has taken the responsibility of what came from his side. Man not so much. Man has not really taken on the real responsibility of what he's he's um taken on when he's taken on a wife. There's so much lacking in that relationship. Uh what would you say uh to someone that 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 comes to you and and have this problem? Where they're not gelling as a man and a wife should jail. what would be your advice to them, Sister Roberta? I think I want Pastor Chris to put me on mute on that one.
1: But, uh... <laughs> 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 oh, leave on, Pastor Chris, leave on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. But that that that's a that's a, that's a uh,
2: that's a big one because. It can't work one-sided.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It can't work one-sided. No matter how you try, you can try and hold that ho- that load up if you want to, but it won't work one-sided. That's why he said that we're to be joined to Christ. The relationship has to go both ways with you and him loving Christ the same, looking to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Because the walk that we have in marriage and anything is in faith, in faith mm. in, in Jesus Christ. So that's the thing that, uh, you know, so often, you know, as women, we tell the women, well, you just pray, you just hang in there. You and she's been worn down because it's not her responsibility to to be the head of the house. It's the man's responsibility. She's the weaker vessel. So you're putting all this all this on the weaker vessel. The Bible says that she is the weaker vessel. But when you look today, uh they want that woman to be strong and that you know, that man weak, he he's a man, you know, he's a man. But the scripture goes the opposite and and it's like um uh when things are out of order, it just don't work.
1: Mhm. It don't Mm -hmm.
2: work, you know, and and everything is messed up and we trying to keep it together and bring it and hold it. But except we do it according to the word of God, it won't work. And so often, you know, we we, uh, and I love it. And I know I know it's only by the word of God that anything is going to change. Right. The only way is through the word of God. But I have to uh, tell that woman, you know, you have to seek God. You have to pray. But in the meantime, you need to get some help. Amen. To help me as well. Okay. Amen. Awesome. Brother John, um, you're a young man. How, how many years have you been married, sir?
4: 32 years, man.
2: Oh, Lord Jesus. You almost got as many years as I have. And and Amen. 32 years, 32 years. You're, still with, you're still with your wife. You, you guys are um uh, going forward and doing great things. God bless you with that. What would you uh say with this uh scripture verse verse 30. It talks about becoming one flesh and and one bone. How have you achieved those goals, son?
7: Um
4: everything by um, by God's grace, um by his mercy. Um very thankful for him. Um the only thing I would share with with everybody is to realize who is in God is a spirit um, And those that worship must worship in the spirit And in truth, You know, flesh and blood cannot enter Into the kingdom of God And it's good to talk about members of his body Being one one flesh One spirit um, Those who join itself with God are one spirit With him So we got to realize for well, as in husband and wife We got to walk together as one And also we have to sometimes sit back And analyze, realize that we have an adversary That devil that's constantly pressing so a lot of times you might think it's that person, but it's just that devil from the beginning of time trying to create separation. So instead of sometimes uh, getting upset with your spouse, look back and look where the real trouble, real battle is coming from. You know I'm saying? When you do that and then you focus back on Christ, it, it works things together for you.
2: Amen. Tracy, we need to pull on a young, woman, young woman's perspective now because I remember when when me and uh, Brother Brown got married. On honeymoon night, we got into a fight at the at the hotel where we should have had fireworks and sparkles, and we we was having we was the Hatfields and the McCoys. I was we were we were fighting then, and and that fight has ensued uh, for a large portion of our marriage until we got to the place where our heads got white, and we decided there has to be another way. Um, I notice about young women such as yourself, you all don't tolerate a lot of the stuff that we tolerate. What would you say, uh, looking at this scripture, uh, when a man should love his wife and she should respect her husband? You want me to put you on mute too, Sister Tree? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you got these set up questions today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Chris. I needed that. Listen, um, <laughs> I I agree. Um, my generation uh, does not tend to tolerate what we saw our mothers and our grandmothers tolerate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is because we go in, you know, thinking, <clears throat> I'm not doing that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you're putting you first from the beginning I, I, I And remember we talked before about You taking you out of the equation Because it's really not about you anymore And mm-hmm. unfortunately young people go into the marriage Not thinking I'm here forever But they always have the option of divorce and that's kind of what's sad about, you know, marriages um, in today's day. Back then, you know, women kind of, I'm going in and I'm staying in. I'm here for the long haul. Um, I think a lot of the problem is, um, one, we're not taught. We're not taught um, what love truly is. That's why this, this uh, chapter and this studying has been awesome. So we're not taught what love is. We don't see, see. We don't have an example of what love is. So we have the world that's Clay in front of us. We see it on camera and social media and everything. And this is Mm -hmm. what we think it's supposed to look like.
1: Right.
2: But we have to go back because Mm -hmm. we were created to worship God. And mm-hmm. In worship, look, God laid it out. He got a whole chapter about love and marriage and what it's supposed to look like. So I would say um, to that woman, uh, you come in with the spirit of oneness. But again, this is something that's not taught. And I think churches really need to take a greater role and greater stand in preparing people for marriage we prepare for the wedding but that's one day mm-hmm. but there's no preparation for marriage and everything that, that comes with it and there's a whole, <laughs> whole whole lot I'm ready to write a book and I'm only 13 years in but there's a whole lot that comes mm-hmm. with marriage because you tend every day to have to look in the mirror and, and that's really what God is talking about with this one is it's a reflection of you Mm-hmm. <laughs> that woman should be re- a reflection of you so then man are you taking on the role that you are supposed to take to edify her to build her and where she's weak to strengthen her to be mm-hmm. that reflection of you that God says you are supposed to be Amen Amen what an awesome way to to put that uh, uh, Sister Tammy We've got uh, we've got a lot going on in the body of Christ in our relationships. Uh, there's a lot of pain uh, that we need to even uh, uh, hear as a collective uh, body today. Love to, to to end this with prayer for these people in the body of Christ. Uh, people are overwhelmed these days with relationship issues and pain. We like some time to kind of buy a dress or take you to dinner to kind of smooth that thing over, and let's just forget about that. Let's just leave that, let's just leave the past in the past. Another young woman's perspective, what do you say to even your mother and I, women who have been, uh, I call Mary sometimes the battlefield, Pastor Jacqueline, uh Brother brother John, we Sister Tracy, we've kind of been on this, this field, battling to try and stay in these relationships because we believe that they're unto death do us part. But you from the single perspective, what do you see when you when you look at our marriages that are supposed to be representing do you see a, a institution that that you say, Boy, I would really like to pattern my marriage after them? <laughs> what do you see, Sister Tammy, when you look at marriage?
7: Sister
2: Tammy, you with us? You guys hear me? Oh, can yeah, hear I hear me? you now, baby? Can I you hear you now? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what I look at, I said, so I'm going to wait, where the trash at? And that's not against <laughs> anyone, you know, where
1: the oh, trash no. at.
2: Where the trash <laughs> at. You understand Ow. what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Get a
2: tree. Okay. So I'm going
3: to
1: go oh, into Lord.
2: detail. You know, laughter is good. Laughter is good. It's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, as I will look at you all, I say maybe create with your spouses a moment that you wind down. What I mean by that, as a teacher, I tell my students at school, every Friday, we're going to have a wind down. We're going to talk about everything that happened during the week. Are we going to cover everything that happened, pinpoint every detail? Absolutely not. But I know, and my students know, when I hear a certain safe word, I got to pass that part because they need a moment. Mm. But they're frustrated, whatever the case may be. So they know when Friday comes, they look forward to Friday. Forget Monday through Thursday, because guess what? I'm heard. I'm listening. I'm, I'm someone's listening to me. I'm taking time, even if it's just the smallest thing, to be affirmed as a male or a female. That's what we want. God affirms us. Every day when we wake up, he gives us words of affirmation. He already told us who we are. But to hear that from our spouse, it means that much more. To hear that from our parents, from our children, it means that much more. We like to be um, esteemed. We love it as individuals. We love it as even people in the body of Christ. We love it. We're preaching the gospel, proclaiming. We love to hear how that touched someone's lives. We love to hear that. And if we don't, the enemy begins to put thoughts in there to make us say things. But I say this to everyone listening. Come up with the safe word, and you have to come up with that schedule on when you're going to talk. Hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk mm-hmm. about this because we don't talk about this. anything anymore. Anything in a relationship is communication. How do you talk to God? What does love say you have to do? Not what you're supposed to do, but what does love say? And we don't think about that when we're quickly to make a decision or quickly to get in our emotion or our emo- um, feelings about something. What does love say? And I got to do it all the time. Going, Coming home, the kids want, mommy, mommy, my, uh-uh. I say my safe word as soon as I'm in the car. I'm, I'm prepared <laughs> in the car because I already know they need mm-hmm. me at that garage door. They send a me. uh-uh, I'm saying my safe word, and they know mama need a minute. Mm-hmm. Mama need a minute. Yes, you ain't did nothing. And it's letting them know you haven't did anything to me, but let me regroup. Let me wind down so that when you are um, talking to me, I can receive and vice versa. Wow. That's pretty good. I, I've never used a safe word. I've used some, some words that wasn't so safe, but I've never had a safe word. But that's a <laughs> that's a good good way to approach that. And what I found, uh, Sister Tammy, is that a lot of times we have (laughs) allowed situations and pain to be swept up under the rug. And what has happened is there's there's now a little mount in the rug from all the stuff we've swept under there. And every time we walk in that area where that mount is, we're tripping. We're tripping over the, the things that we place under the rug. And somewhere, we're going to have to just kind of put our big girl pants on, big boy pants on, and we're going to have to deal with what's under that rug. We're going to have to get the broom and the dustpan and get that from under there. And I'm like Sister Treacy and Sister Roberta and I both discussed this Ephesians chapter. The the whole book of Ephesians has really brought us to a place of repentance as women of God and as wives and even as mothers. We want to get this thing right. And um, thank you for that, uh, Sister Tammy. Right, can I Looking just, at um, can I say, oh, verse thirty-one, okay. it it doesn't let up on verse thirty-one as well. It says, "For this cause, since this this, this, uh, this man uh, and woman have um, and ventured off into this, uh, 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 taken on being a part of the body of Christ. For this cause, shall a man mm-hmm. leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall come to be one flesh." now that in itself is something that we wish somebody would, would do surgery on us and put us to sleep and do but that's a process all in itself that closeness is something that that that's um expected to be developed between individuals and 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 most of the time you can develop this closeness uh when when we spend quality time with each other and and that will influence this relationship in a positive manner. And how many of us know that spending quality time is something that we really have to uh, really fight and, and make a, a conscious effort and, and to, to do because there's so many other things that come up. This, this relationship of a man and his wife, it supersedes a parent-child relationship. It's not a natural closeness that we're, that we're seeking, but it's a supernatural closeness and it's, it's a night and day difference, because what happens is we, men and women of God, uh, married couples, become um, able to war, to, to to war in the spirit, to war in the spirit. Uh, Roberta, you had something to say. Uh, your your niece just texted me and said you were trying to talk, and I don't want to hold you back. Go ahead, Sister Roberta. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? I sure can, baby. Okay, to add to what Tammy is saying, safe words, and and Jesus said that He was an example as a, a husband supposed to be to his wife. And some of the safe words that Jesus gives us, He tells us that we're His His child, we're a child of God, we're redeemed, we're the head and not the tail, we're forgiven, we're justified, sanctified. The safe words that He gives us to encourage us to. Uh, Encourage us the same way Tammy was saying safe words And this is what a husband is supposed to be doing to his wife Because she's a weak vessel And she she came from him And she needs all this from him You know, the, what we need from, What we need from Jesus How how we're redeemed And how, you know, we have authority we're, You know, we have the authority of God We're healed, we're delivered We're set free, we're the head We're not the tail, we're above all and not beneath These are safe words that give us strength to continue in the journey, and the way the husband is supposed to be using safe words to his wife instead of beating her down or you know uh, uh, treating her like, oh you, you know I love you.
1: Mhm. Mhm. That,
2: that 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 don't work, and that's that's why it's not working because you know you were talking about the debris and stuff after a person been hurt. After you've done things, yeah, people say get over it. You know, get over it. It's done, and nothing I can do about it. Get over. But in a storm, when a storm comes, there's debris. There's stuff that this storm leaves behind.
1: Mm-hmm. How do we
2: pick that stuff up? There's debris.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes there is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the, the you know roof is off. Sometimes there's a big tree that's fell. The mm-hmm. The type, debris. Yes, you 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 know you can't go back and undo it, but you've got to clean up the debris.
1: Show sure you know. no
2: clean it up. You know, and yes, that's what happening in marriage. We say, "Don't forget about it. Go on." It's just like you know, uh, uh, the white man said, "Forget about slavery. Move on." <laughs> but the damage is mm-hmm. How do you fix this? How do you clean this up? And that's what God is. That I believe. That's what these scriptures are all about. Yes, you, you, you know, I've forgiven you and, and you're free, but there's some stuff you got to go and clean up. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff you got to go and straighten up. Absolutely. To make things right. You can't just act like, okay, it's, it's, it's done with. God done forgave me. You got to forgive go on, me. No, go I'm gone. Move on. No, mm-hmm. it's so much more. That's why we tiptoe through. And we act like it's, it's not there, but yet yeah, there's this big old elephant in the room and everybody see it, but nobody mm-hmm. wanna talk about it. Yep. Amen. Nobody wanna know well, nobody wanna talk about the pain. What it did to me. How can I get healed from this pain? How do I be healed from this pain?
1: Mm.
2: You know, Roberta, uh uh that, that is so awesome because this week when you and I discussed that and you gave me that debris, uh Subtopic. I I literally saw that in the spirit. I saw that storm had came through and took that portion of that roof off. That big tree had landed in the yard. And I saw we as a people, instead of taking the saw and cutting that tree up and making firewood out of it and going to get some more replacement shingles, I saw us learning how to navigate through the debris. And how we had to take extra steps to go around that tree we had to drive in the grass to go around that that tree to get into the garage and then I saw where we made those adjustments but they didn't make life better they made life more stressful and that's really what happens in our relationships. I don't want to keep saying marriage because this thing goes further than just marriage it's relationships as well it works it works it, 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 it's something that affects marriages. Don't get me wrong. I see it for you know in, in living color, but it also uh, ventures off into other relationships as well. Instead of us dealing with the tree and the, the as you say, the gray elephant in the room, we want to try to say, I don't see him. I don't see him. He's standing over there. He's big as day, but I don't see him. I don't see him. And we're, we're lying to ourselves. Sister Tammy, you wanted to say something on that. And Pastor Chris, go ahead and, and uh, no. get yourself together because. After Sister Tammy, go ahead and and, and
1: unload.
2: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes, to comment on what my mother was saying, to heal from that pain,
1: to Mm -hmm. heal
2: from the debris. It's almost like any time, you know, we see the storm, we have the hurricanes, we have the floods, we have the blizzards, Mm -hmm. we have um, these types of storms that come. Mm -hmm. We have tornadoes, right. And when they come, there is a lot of physical debris as well as Mm -hmm. internally. So, Where that debris started from is how you heal. You have to, as the individual, first go and start where that debris first came from. Because the debris didn't first come from the um, boyfriend and girlfriend. A lot of debris Mm -hmm. came from other things, and we carry it because Mm -hmm. of our expectations. We we go into a lot of relationships with the false expectations. Of what should be and what it's to look like and what we should do. Or, you know, we're never really focused on what is it that we are supposed to be doing as the individual. We can't put it on the man, the woman. We have to take responsibility for us first. You know, when we come into the light as believers, when we come into the light and do what God has called us to do, we are accountable for us. We're accountable for everything we do from there that point on. So once we mm-hmm. begin to know, we have to start, you know, we can ask God these questions. How how does this debris go? How I mean, you know, where did it go? How do I heal from it? Because we carry that debris so much. Our grandkids, our great grandkids, our great 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 grandkids are now dealing with these debris that we never were taught because our great 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 whatever, you know, further up down the road um above mm-hmm. never dealt with it either. And they have this same pain and debris that um, my mother is explaining and talking about on healing. And, you know, it's not just enough, you know, we believe God. We believe God, you mm-hmm. anointed to heal the broken heart, the yoke destroyed, burden, you know, we know that mm-hmm. it, but we don't see it. And that's why it, I think believers fall short because we don't see it. Nowhere. Well, could it be sister Tammy, we're waiting on God to do the whole thing and we're not taking on my our responsibility for that that healing he process take, absolutely mm-hmm. we're not taking That's our good. initiative and we do mm-hmm. put so much on god even though he don't put more on us than we can bear but we go to him sometime like here genie in the bottle god mm-hmm. you told me you anointed mm-hmm. to heal the broken hearted but mm-hmm. wait a minute i mm-hmm. am That's healing good. the broken heart but you're missing every step that i'm showing you to go back to heal mm-hmm. the broken heart We act like going backwards is a curse, but if you go backwards, you find the solution on what caused the debris. You find the solution to what caused the pain. Then it's no longer the individual, the person in the relationships, you know, it's no longer them. It's now me and you. It is me. and so, so, so wait, Sister Tammy, wait a minute now. Mm-hmm. So okay, if okay, I go wait. out and get me a boyfriend and I come home and I decide I don't want to go with that boyfriend no more and I'm, I want to be just with my husband and I say, I'm sorry, honey, and I fix, a, fix some, you know, some crab legs and stuff and fix him a good dinner and have Roberta make mm-hmm. me a cake. And I, mm-hmm. that doesn't clean all that up. I still got to do more. Absolutely. You have to do more because you have an issue because you chose to go with that boyfriend. or You chose to entertain okay. the boyfriend. So what led to you choosing to entertain the conversation? What led oh. you is what the pain caused because now you are battling hidden issues. You are battling oh, yeah, things it that you weren't even talked about when you were a child. You are battling certain um you are battling certain um, cycles in your family that were never talked about. You didn't even know existed. And now guess what? Now because you think I'm going to put a little piece of uh, a bow on it, because that cake and them crab legs, Bert, you know, them hands oh. is laid. You understand? I'm going to put a little piece of cake on it. And I'm going to put, I'm even go a little graphic, because you ain't just putting a little piece of cake on it. You going to the honeymoon. You think oh. that's going to solve it. Because oh, yeah, you I know we got man. to go to the honeymoon you know, after you get through eating. You, to eat you now, think Tammy. that's going to be the honeymoon mm-hmm. after you eat, you know. So I know that's supposed to cover nature. it. I know, uh-uh, Tammy. Answer. I know that's supposed to get rid of it now. No, that ain't getting rid of nothing. That got rid of that <laughs> desire for that moment that you had. That ain't getting rid of nothing because guess what? Tomorrow, that thought came right back again. Or the next day. And it I don't, don't like your year, attitude. I don't like your tone. Now I you, know honeymoon, so to get rid of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but for years we've been doing honeymoon. We've been getting rid of stuff with honeymoon. Now, no honeymoon, don't get rid of nothing but that desire that you got for them few minutes. That's all. Mm-hmm. Damn it! I'm I'm rude, rude of Pastor Chris. Mute her. Chee Chi out of okay. line. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All, all right. right. I I'm, I'm I, I honor and I value what um, you're saying. Oh. Um, but my my daughter is on here today, and she has a meeting coming up uh shortly and I want to i she she has a meeting coming up. Please don't lose your place because I'm not through with you. I just want to Absolutely. give my daughter an opportunity to speak and The reason why yes, I want to yes, do yes. it is because this week just past she's been hounding me and bugging me about my past and she, says to, she said to me this week, that's why I do that. I didn't know why I was doing that. I want to give Tiana an opportunity. Have, has she been unmuted, Pastor Chris?
4: Yes, ma'am. She's ready.
2: Tiana, I want to give you an opportunity to, to speak on what we're speaking about today because uh, all week long you've been really drilling me about past. Do you have anything you'd like to add before you have to go to your meeting, honey?
3: Good morning. Well, it's morning out here? Thanks. Um, A couple of things I heard that I will speak to. The first thing is you asked what we have to do. And part of that y'all talked about last, a couple of weeks ago, every time I've ever went and prayed, Lord, fix my husband and just fix him quick, he's always changed something in me and made me change or realize something that was a fault in me. And then working on my fault, it instantly helped him to become better over time. And so I believe that with us, me looking at me in the situation has been helpful. Um, We also did therapy. That was very helpful, especially for Tiana, because Tiana was trying to control everything. I was trying to prevent stuff from happening with my kids and my family, and I found out that I, I can only influence so much, but I couldn't control everything. And I had to allow for mistakes and love through mistakes and be available especially to my kids and my husband the people who are right here in my household even when they made mistakes and i could not expect perfection and when i heard that that i wasn't perfect so i couldn't expect perfection i think that helped me a whole lot i also you know we talked about if a man messes up and or if a man does something what we expect to happen or what he may expect like say for instance he messed up and he want to just kiss it put a bow on it and move on But we didn't talk a whole lot about what women sometimes um, have a hard time doing. And that's something else that Tiana had to work on. I was not soft at all. I could cut grass. I could put a battery in my car. I could open all the jars. (laughs) If it needed to happen, I really didn't, quote, unquote, need a man. But sometimes my husband needed to feel needed. So I had to soften my tone, take a step back and evaluate the situation and, and realize that I had help, and I didn't have to do everything, and him feeling needed was a good thing for him. And so um, I think that's also important for us to realize as women. And, um, of course, because I work in the foster care system, I've always been intrigued by the things about my family that I did not know. And so, yes, I was pressing this week because I want to understand why I moved the way I moved and where it came from. And I also wanted to understand my mother and why she moved the way she moved because where there's understanding, you can grow from that. And the love is easier for me anyway if I understand why a person does something. And I feel like we can work on something if we have understanding. And so I was pressing. I wanted to know what was happening or what had happened, why it happened, when it happened, who is, it, who is involved in it, and Anything I could find out about you know the the history of my mother and my family, I think that's
2: it. amen. thank you. I know you had to go and i did, i want I, I i know you I know you had some stuff to add. Thank you for tuning in today uh welcome You're to welcome. the buffet uh pastor chris we're gonna uh let you um chime in now
0: yes, ma'am. um there's one. Scripture That has been A very big concern And it is In verse 31 Chapter 5 Now it says here For this reason A man is to leave His father and mother And cleave To his wife Now I'm cutting it off right there Okay here's the issue as men, we have this thing called Mama's Boy Syndrome. You ladies know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, in reverse, for some women, they have family syndrome or, you know, they, they're so tight with their
7: siblings
0: and stuff like that that it gets in the way of marriage, just like Mama can get in the way of Of your marriage But see I'm bringing those points out for a reason Because when you first start out See I'm probably the young married Man in the group I'm I'm almost got six years But I want to point out something When you understand That when there's a growth That happens It doesn't tell you To leave your father and mother And cleave to your wife or vice versa It doesn't tell you that for no reason it's called the growth pattern there. We have to grow into one flesh. Just like we have the independent women. We got that. It's cool. And and I love what uh Sister Lorraine's daughter said in regards to I got this. I don't need you for nothing. I can open my own jars. I can <laughs> cut my own grass. Well, I got a wife like that too, so I can relate. But at the same time, we have to understand that we're in a different generation, and we have to understand that all of us have strengths and weaknesses. And yeah, as a man, we want to be Superman all the time. We want to swoop in and make sure our wives are taken care of and all that. But in <coughs> the real world, it requires a relationship. Now, when we understand that the relationship of God is, is vital to our marriage, that's when things start to shift. Now, when we're looking in the mirror of our own faults, again, Sister Lorraine, your daughter was on point. When I started looking at what was wrong with me, that's when things starts to change. When you start looking in the mirror and you take all your junk the trunk and you realize that you ain't as good or suave or 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 elegant or sexy or however you want to say it, you realize that you look in the mirror and you got a lot of junk in your trunk. So when you realize that and you allow God to give you the tools necessary to remove that junk, you become a better person. You become you have a better relationship with God. Your relationship in turn will start to be infected by what God is doing for you. Now, it doesn't take two minutes, press the start button, and it's done. That's not real stuff. God does things in process. And see, we're so used to being taught microwave faith family that that's why when it comes to marriage, we get all mad and upset. A marriage is a marathon. It's a sprint. it's not a sprint.
1: So when we hand.
0: realize that the years we get stronger together. They say the first five years is the worst year of being married. I can agree. Because again, you're not taught how to be one flesh. Uh oh. We're taught how to be individuals. We're taught how to conquer in- individually, but we're never taught how to be one flesh in spirit. We're not taught that in church. So we go through all these steps. So in the first five years, we ready to divorce at year one. Why? Because we weren't prepared for it, one. We watched too much PET too. And our pastors and our leaders are teaching us strategies to keep us married, to keep us focused on the goal, is having a relationship first with Christ, in turn our relationship will merge and become one with our wives and our husbands. There's a whole lot more to say, but I don't want to take up all the time. So sister Ray,
7: back
2: to you. I'm going to I'm going to push this forward. I'm going to push this forward because I I have a question and I'm going to push it to the to the um to Roberta uh, Roberta, we've talked about uh making the mistakes in our relationships and in our marriages. We've talked about um uh apologizing in these relationships uh, when when a person comes and says, "I'm sorry for hurting you uh i'm sorry for for burning your house down for killing your cat or killing your dog does does those words
1: just settle
2: the whole matter? No. No. They, they, a person, when a person is, is truly sorry, uh, something that Jesus told, I mean, uh, John said, bring mood for attention. When we're truly sorry about something, we want to do something about it. We don't come empty-handed saying, I'm sorry. We come, we might, we come broken and all that, and whatever we need to do to, to to help things or make things, you know, better, we're willing to do it. I remember a, a young man <clears throat> killed a woman's son, mm-hmm. and he was in prison, and the whole time he was in prison, he thought about what he did wrong. He got out of prison and he moved close to that woman. And he became her son by helping her do the things her son would have done because he was truly sorry because it was a a matter they both got angry and, you know, and he was truly sorry. So he wanted to make it up by showing her that,
1: you know Mm -hmm. what,
2: I'm really sorry. You're You're supposed to apologize yes but there's more to it than that. Well, you tell me there are some actions that go along with the words there is there there has to be actions it's real it will be it will be real. my lord well, thank you, sister Roberta sister Tracy. I know you got something to, to, to say. Go ahead, unleash
1: <laughs>
7: well,
2: <laughs> I wanted to uh talk about the leaving clean. Uh we just had a, a conversation at work um about adult children
1: <laughs> about
2: adult children um living at home with their families. So I was talking um to the coworkers workers of different um uh, nationalities and age groups and And whatever. So, one of the things that we talked about was what leave means. Leave means you were in one place and you're not there anymore. Now you're in another place. So, that means geographically, not in the same house. And I think it's very important to teach our children, first of all, to prepare your children to leave. I give you mm-hmm. everything that you need, setting you up for success in life. And then, when you mm-hmm. get to the point where you marry, I when you're ready to get married, I've taken you as far as I can take you. Now it's time for you to go. It's time for you to leave the nest. So that means not in the same house, geographically leaving. Then there's psychologically logically leaving. No adult child should be emotionally dependent. On parents. Wow.
7: That mother
2: son relationship, that father daughter relationship, you have to now leave from the nest, leave from that 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 emotional bond with your parents, and now form an emotional bond with your spouse.
1: And then
2: so now we got geographically leaving, psychologically leaving and then financially
1: legal. Speak speak speak
2: because these adult children for some reason think that their parents are first national bank.
1: Amen. So, financially, <laughs> financially,
2: oh Financially
1: right. financially
2: A woman needs to be able to look up to her husband and depend on him to support her. If she is watching him, if they're living in the parents' home, and she is watching him continue to pull from his parents, she cannot respect him to support her. Financial independence means that your family cannot interfere with the choices that you choose to make in your
1: marriage.
2: So we and 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 I know I've heard so many stories from family members, from co workers talking about how, you know, the mother tells the the daughter law well if you did this, this what he likes, this is this, this is that. That's not your place. That's not Mm -hmm. your place. That's why the leave is very important. You leave geographically, get out my house. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, mm-hmm. you attach emotionally with your wife. Financially, get out my pocket. And then the clean part, the clean, Cleave to one another. When a couple leaves their parents, they are to cleave to each other, creating a new family unit, a new cycle, a new. Uh, you you create your own a foundation of what you establish as what family is. And in that cleaving, you're weaving. You're taking two different lifestyles, two different upbringings, and weaving them together to create your own foundation of what a family looks like. So leaving and is huge. I, I'm glad Pastor Chris brought that up because I thought we were going to bypass it. That is huge. Get your adult children out of your house <laughs> because you're to help them, to help them. Yes. Marriage is spiritual. Marriage is ministry. And okay. ministry is a oneness. It's a oneness. It's direct communication with, with you and the Lord. So with, in this aspect of marriage, it's between you and your wife. That is so important. That is so important. Teach these men to be men. Teach these women how to be wise. By sometimes it takes that extra push to get them out. They might not like it. It might be hard for everyone involved, but it's important. Tracy, Tiana wanted me to Come ask on. you a question while you were speaking. She wanted me to ask you what happens when a parent interferes. It's toxic, and it can be devastating to that marriage. Yeah. That's not your place. That's not your place. Yeah. Totally not your place. I mm-hmm. in in my marriage, I have gone to certain family members to discuss things. Now I am going to tell y'all, my my late great aunt Pamela McGard. I went to her once, and I was going to tell all my husband, "Oh, he's doing this, <laughs> he's doing that, he's doing this," <laughs> and I was throwing the daggers, pop, 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 pop. And she threw him right back at me. And mm-hmm. she told me, she said, you ain't going to call me and talk about your husband.
1: Say what? She said, if you
2: want to pray about it, we can pray about it. She said, you going through marital mm-hmm. growing pains. She said, you get yep. on your knees and you talk to your husband and y'all work through it. She said, but I'm not going to be a sounding board for you tearing him down because you guys are one. Mean. That is the most profound advice I ever received as it relates to my marriage and my husband. You don't get involved. You don't you're not supposed to be involved. because that's Their marriage. That's their marriage. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: That's okay. She she takes that, Tracy, and she said, Oh my God. So So you, so you take you
2: take that for what it's worth. Hey man, this is this is amazing again this week. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna scurry to these two last scriptures because I wanna get to the theme that Tracy has set for us on today. I'm gonna go ahead and share that theme with you because uh it's unfair for me to know it and nobody else knows it. Earlier this week, uh Tracy was on Facebook. It may have even been last week. She was on Facebook and she put a statement on there and that statement has um has been uh sitting next to me since I read it, Sister Tracy, you said on there, you said, it is hard to watch someone you love in pain or hurting. And when you said that on there, I thought to myself, everyone on this panel, a lot of people that listen to us are in the same position of watching someone they love, either in pain or hurting from a situation that may be even self-inflicted or something that has come on that platform by another person. And I said today we need to visit that statement that you made uh, on Facebook. That is a powerful and profound thing that you did, and it's an eye-opener. Pastor Little has joined us on today. Pastor Little, are you there?
6: Yes, I'm I'm on.
2: Okay, we're going we're gonna to read verse 32, 33, and give you an opportunity to expound upon those two scriptures. Uh, 32 is saying, this mystery is a great one, but I'm speaking with reverence to Christ and the church. The 33 says, nevertheless, let each of you uh, severely so, so love his own wife, even as himself, and let the wife...
6: See that she fears her husband. Pastor Little Yeah, he said this is a mystery in where he say, he's talking about Christ and the church. So the whole chapter is Christ is showing that he married to the church to give us example how to be how to love our wife and how the wife's supposed to respect our husband because he is the church and he is He is the husband, so you know he said on this rock I'm gonna build my church, and gates of hell would not, you know, avail against it. So God is, I mean, He is the church. He is our example. We is the body. Is members of the body of the church. So we have many bodies, but Christ, the only one, is the full body. He is the church. So when you know that I think 19 was talking about one flesh, and you know he Paul wrote. In uh, Romans, he's talking about if you unite with a prostitute, you come one in flesh with her. So, what is that? It, it's talking about. It's talking about one mind, one mind. Got the same mind. Your mind is what your flesh. Your flesh, what what you desire. Your mind. So, is your spirit or your nature. So, in other words, I cannot. I could be a spiritual man, but if I agree and with a prostitute. I have to come one place with her because we have to be have the same mind to do what we do or do what she do or whatever. We come in the same mind. So as a husband and a wife, he's trying to show you where we should have one mind, the same goal. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, I met this lady and I told her that I was going uh, to have a contest. And she said, what well, is contest here? I said, we gonna have a, a contest to see who can love each other the hardest. You and see, and this is something that you can never you can never say that I love her harder than she love me, or she can't say she love me harder than love her. But the focus I was trying to get her to see, if we try to I love each other, we always that's our goal. That's our goal to see how much can we. Love each other So one mind is I'm trying to please her She's trying to please me That's all that is um, So when you come to Husband and wife We should have the same mind Same goal He's trying to please me I mean I'm trying to please her And she's trying to please me So this is what the scripture Is talking about And in, in, in when it talk about This mystery it That's the way God is That's that's He, he loved the church He gave his life for it And you know, And we are a member of the church So once we understand what Jesus Christ did We can understand what we Should be trying to do In a marriage and, it, and that's the only way we can do it I mean we have to do a scripture We have to look at the scripture See what the scripture is talking about So I know we have all kinds of different problems But still If the goal is supposed to love your wife God set an example As he loved the church it's an example. He, he's married to the church. So when you look at the church, it's
1: up. Pastor we Little, were you so on so we when uh, uh, Sister it? Roberta so brought up
2: the, the, the debris? Huh? Were you on the line when Sister Roberta brought up the debris? I how might not how we got the... Huh?
6: I might not have be been on the line then.
2: Okay, well... You you talking about love the wife or love the husband like like uh Christ loved the church. And that, those are things that are good. But in many in many relationships there's debris. And until we deal yep. with the debris, we're not gonna be able to love anybody. We're not even able to love ourselves because that debris interferes with our love language. Because but, I, I may get up out of the bed to love love on my husband and then there's a reminder of that debris because I tripped over it. Now there, there's hell in my home instead of peace. So we, we want to okay. get to the place where we deal with the debris. Go ahead. Okay, we're on
6: our way to Mississippi. Now, I want you to, listen to this close. We can get off the highway. We can miss. It. We can miss the turn. But it don't get us there. We have to still go by the map. We still got to come back where we got off at. So the same thing in marriage. See that. This is an example for us to go by, where we won't get lost. So we we still got to come back to what God is telling us. No matter what happened in our marriage. What about
2: that? About that driving, what about that person that's driving? Hold on, Pastor Little, What about that person that's driving the car? The GPS say get off on the next exit, and you go past it because you feel like you know more than the GPS, but you lost. What about that? Right.
6: That's what I'm saying. But it don't it don't it still won't get me there. I still gotta come right. back Or not never get there. So what I'm saying is these, these is laws, and these is these is is our example how to how to have a, a perfect marriage, or, or a good marriage. I wouldn't say a perfect because 'cause we're not gonna be perfect, but a good marriage. We still gotta go by the rules and regulation God gave us. Okay? So I still gotta go by the map. If I if I get off the road because I argue with this CBS. I want to go my way. It don't matter. I ain't gonna get there.
2: But can we address the majority? Can we? Can we? Can we please address the majority, not the minority? The majority of us are not following the 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 laid out plan. So we need to we need to reach the one that's trying to outsmart the GPS. I, I want to talk to him and her because this person that's reading the scripture. And, and going forward to live the scripture, they they good. I got I got that. I want that I want that hard head joker that that ain't that ain't doing the word. I want him. Bro, I want to reach him.
6: But well, uh minister uh Brown um, we just we just bump our heads. I mean, we can bump our heads all we want. And 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 I'm I'm 73 years old. Okay? I want you to listen to me. I know it takes a long time to get to know a person. I understand that it takes you thirty years to get to know your wife. It, t- it takes you that, but then in the next thirty years, you got to learn how to die with her. So, so that's why I'm 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 not married today because I feel like it's I ain't got time to go another ten fifteen years trying to get to know somebody. It's, marriage is, is not just something that you do that marriage is serious it's a serious thing and and it if is. you get married to somebody they 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 almost have to know god they have to know i mean you, it takes a long time to wrestle with somebody that want to go the wrong way and and you spending your life with that you you spend your your life your time is more important than anything else in this world because you can't if you spend 10 years with a man that, that don't want to go the right way, you can't get that 10 years back. You lost that. You can never get it back. So if you're married with a man that's going to go the right way or trying to go the right way, your marriage is so much better. You know, that's why I was talking about one flesh, same mind, same goal. You want to both want to build a house. They both want to get a car. They both want to do this. They both want It's just one mind. That's what Paul you went back to too. that good guy.
2: I wanna stay with that one. No. I wanna stay with that one that that is, is, is resisting the things of God. That's causing that's no. that's causing havoc in his household and then he wants to come in and cut the lights out and rub on my toe. I want to talk about that. Mm. I want to talk about that woman who's not building, who's not taking the time to build her household, but tearing it down brick by brick and, 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 and shingle by shingle and then want to want to try to smile on Thursday because she wants $5. I want to talk about those people who are not pursuing the things of God, but are expecting something good to come from their decision making process. I want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to well, the people that's on track. I need the ones that's off track, Pastor a little. That's who we need okay. to reach today.
6: Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I I think I got answer for you, baby.
2: Okay. Listen, give me the answer.
6: Listen. If we get involved with in that, and and we do, and I wouldn't say when I got married, and I would I gave my wife, um, a lot of trouble. Okay. I'm not trying to put uh-huh. myself on the kind of pedestal, but she, but she never stopped praying. She never stopped praying for me, and I mean, she didn't give up. So you can't give up if you like that. You gotta pray. You gotta pray. You, because only only somebody can change that person around is God. So you have to. That's your hope. That's your hope, because God promised you, He answered prayer. So that's all you have. You have to. You you have to pin total on God to change that man or change that woman. He's the only one can do that. And your in your marriage, not going to be right until he uh, gets saved, or, or, or learn about God, or learn. It ain't no other way out there.
2: Okay, but I, was, I
7: was, a little.
6: I, it was twenty. I, it was twenty five years since I had a relationship with my son, and I told you about it. He just called me um, a couple of days ago and apologized to me and told me he wanted to start from that day. And 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 the only thing I sent him uh, the last sermon I did, I sent it to him and that made the difference
2: so and it's small things it's small things that make the difference in our life that's that's how god does it uh sister tammy oh man help us uh address this issue please thank you pastor little okay so one thing that i'm hearing you know we all ain't saved okay everybody ain't saved Mm. everybody don't know jesus i don't even know how to get to them because everything in my household ain't leading nowhere near they professing it they saying it they only do it on sunday but monday Mm. through saturday they far from it so the same Mm. way that we pursue jesus when we first know him or even learn of him that's the same way that the spouses should pursue each other now for preaching the ones preaching that do not know Christ. <laughs> when you first come saved, y'all just like Jeremiah, fire shut up in your bone, right? When you first get mm-hmm. the knowledge. Or even if you're not saved and you're around somebody in the atmosphere that's filled. Filled with the Holy Ghost, evidence, speaking in tongues, They saved, they on fire. Oh my God. It don't do it, it don't matter what you came in there doing, guess what? Automatically that fire draws what? It draws a flame. So now I didn't each other. I done, somebody done sparked off of my fire. Now, if I'm not saved and I'm looking at you and this change didn't happen in you and you didn't spark and win a blaze, I don't have no choice but to align because I'm following what you have displayed before me. And that's what Christ is saying. Follow me as I have followed Christ. That's Please. what he's getting us to the point to do. Follow me are you going to be perfect? Absolutely not, because I'm the only one that ever worked the earth, and that was him. So if we take our expectation of what we think should happen and what we think should go the way it should go, then heartache, turmoil, disappointment won't be as hard because we're going to have it because he told us in his word. We're going to have those things, but we limit how much we're going to take and how much we're going to have. So when I'm not saying I should be looking at you because you know so much about Christ That your fire should blaze off on me That a flame or a spark should start me That I come and draw myself to Christ And I lay at his feet And all I want to do is sit at his presence mm.
1: So Brother John,
2: that's where we have to get to Amen Amen Thank you, Sister Tammy Brother John, it's been a long time since you and Pastor Jackson had input in this and we're drawing, and and you know when you think about when you come on at noon and you think about man, we got to talk for two hours, and then you look at the time when the conversation really gets going, um, you you look at the conversation, your time is 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 going away fast. But Brother John, uh, would you like to share anything? Because I I want to at least touch that statement of uh, seeing our loved ones in pain. I really want to touch that today. I believe that there's somebody who needs to hear that. So Brother John, would you like to touch thirty uh two and thirty three before we move on? You and Pastor Jackson. Brother John first.
1: Amen. Amen. Just
4: just to share out in these two verses, um if we don't have Christ in our life and in our marriage, um, we haven't even scratched the surface to live with. Man, um, you talking. We We gotta we gotta put him first, and as we put him first, he teaches us the proper way to to love our spouses. Because Mm -hmm. it's it's a bit missive on both sides. Um, Mm -hmm. Loving, um, holy, um, Mm -hmm. the way Christ loved the church. He gave us the perfect example. And as long as we continue to try to follow that blueprint, then we're walking and moving in the right direction. Like I said, it's a process.
2: You're not not born into it. Amen? Mm -hmm. You grow into it. That's good talk, uh, Brother John. Pastor Jackson, do you see in our community, a lot of marriages that are based on a lie that we're, we're just kind of going through the motions. And when there's times when we need to connect with our spouses, we reach over on the bed table and get the script. And we're saying we're reading the script because it's scripted, uh, conversation because there's no real communication going on. Do you see that pastor Jackson?
5: Yeah, I do. Um, you know, uh, we, we we have said a lot of stuff here today, a lot of things. And you go back to this scripture and the best way, you know, you got answers. You got, let's use a parable. We use parables. All right. We say, you know, you got Tracy, Tammy, your daughter. Now, each one of them had to go to school and get a degree to be where they at. They couldn't have this job they get that degree, a uh, two-year, four-year college, or whatever it took for them to get what they have. They couldn't bypass it to get that degree. They probably can get a job, but their particular job they have to have took um, a four-year, a two-year, a three-year to get a master's degree, a associate degree, or something to have what they have. When we come to the scripture, you even said in your, your, um, in your opening, you said, Tracy wrote a, went to Facebook and wrote a statement that stuck with you. You read it. Mm-hmm. And we have right before us, we have a couple of things in this scripture. It says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. That's his life. That's his whole um that's his, 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 uh, his ground. It's his old roots. His mama and his mother. He told, he told not, and look where he's telling them to go to his wife and husband. Not to a dozen other people or somewhere else to work this out. I hear I talk about the debris. Okay, the debris. If you talk about the debris, you still have to brainstorm and get to a, a, come to a conclusion to work it out to get to debris out. We have to go back to the scripture, either read it and because you say, it's hard, it is, but it's hard not doing it, and it's hard if you do it. I'm having trouble not doing what it says, and you know they say, well, I, I, well, I can't do that. Because I ain't going to submit I'm not going to love my wife like Christ Here the church But then that's hard But it's also you're going to have hard You're going to have two hard Both of them going to be hard You can't do either one Because both of them going to be hard If you're not doing what the word says That's going to be hard too So when it tell us What we're supposed to do here And by the word What we should do We cannot bypass the order. Of what it's saying, now that husband cheated, when you have a person call you, Mr. Brown, call you and say, my husband or wife just cheated. Now, you listen real closely. You listen, and you have a, a good hearing of listening. You listen to him. And then find out, first of all, who are these people? Is he saved? Do you know, Lord, if you got God or you don't? Now, sometimes a person can call you, I ain't, ain't saved and don't, Lord the Lord, don't trust God. So you really can't give them a lot of scriptures because they don't know. They don't want to hear nothing about, I can't tell you what you say. My wife just cheated. So I can't tell you to go get another man or or, 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 or somebody just got killed. I can't tell you to go kill him. We have to go to the Word of God, find out where, because everything we have said today is in the Word. Everything we said, no matter what kind of pain, what kind of trouble, whether it's the wife, seat. Whether the husband cheat, whether the child live, uh, uh, disobey the parent, it's in the word. We can go to the word. We got words that say, forgive them. Love the one despite you. I don't want to love nobody despite you, use me, just cuss me out. But he told us to do it. Wife's got to stand before w- and God and give an account of her stewardship. husband got to stand in the, in the way and in, in front of God and give it. A, if he do not love that wife like Christ loved the church, He's going to have to be held before God. And if that wife is not reverence her husband like Christ loved it, like he told her to, she's going to have to stand before God. We can't bypass what he's telling us to do. This word is given us, yes, it's a mystery. We can't figure this out. We human beings. We, we are, The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. When you want to love your husband, you hear something come and say, you know, think about something he did. Husband want to get all the work. I'm coming home and rule my wife. I'm going to hug her and kiss. I think about coming and see a shoe in, a, in the flow and change the whole situation. That's the work of the devil. But that don't change the fact that you don't want to do that. You still... Both to love that husband, you still both to love that wife, you still both to do the what God say, cause you this is the body of the church. This is God paid a price, and He couldn't He couldn't bypass. He had to die. He couldn't bypass to gain everything back. Even even when He said, "Father, forgive them," we gotta go. It's yes, it's hard. Yes, it's hard to when somebody, if you you got to go to church or you have a quarrel with your husband or the wife, and you still, the Bible say love her. Love her like Christ loved the church. And yet you still, you got to, you to say no or, or yes. And if I say no, I'm going to have to deal with that consequence. And if I say yes, I'm dealing with that consequence because I'm going to win better if I'm saying yes and doing what God says. So if, when you have these differences, we still got to go back to the scripture, find what we need to, to stand on from the scripture. We can't bypass it because it's the only way any, any counselor, a person, or, or he or she, whatever degree he has, he, he, he find the source and he go back whether he go to scriptures or not. Well, we have our faults, and when we look at all of our life to change our life. It was God. It was Jesus. It was the Holy Ghost. It was the Word. And if anybody I'm counseling and telling they need help, I have to tell them and point them to Jesus. And that's what we got to do. If we, we come with any other method of trying to get them to the, the be delivered, to the, the be set free, it's going to fail. We got to go back and say, leave everybody. Go go with husband and wife. Go with your your wife. Stick with it. Stick with it. Let's work this out. Me and you. We don't get to the debris God bless. Thank you, Pastor Jackson. One of of the things
2: we have to be realistic about, the devil doesn't have to work real hard in a place that's not based, a foundation that's not based on truth. But uh, we're not going to dig any further into into this subject matter today because we want to leave time for um, our callers. And so at this time, Pastor Chris, we'll take those callers so that they, if they have any concerns, we'll have time to uh, address it. The uh, statement that uh, we spoke up earlier about the, the hurting uh, family members or loved ones, we're going to dedicate next week to that because that, that needs time because a lot of people are right mm-hmm. there. So those of you, um, uh, Sister Teresa, we need to um, uh, get our information together and uh, be able to, to help somebody next week with that Uh uh, uh, Pastor Chris I'll call us please
0: Yes ma'am Okay callers we will read the last Four digits of your phone number For security purposes If you're just listening in Just say just listening And we will move forward So first caller 6015, 6015 You are live on the air God bless you
1: Hey, Miss
2: Lucille. Miss Lucille, we can't hear you.
1: <coughs> just listen.
2: we hear you now, baby. Go ahead. Uh, just listen. Just listening. Listen. 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 God bless you. God bless yeah. you, sister bless Lucille. You. <coughs>
0: Next caller. Twenty five ninety eight. Twenty five ninety eight. You are live on the air. God bless you.
2: I believe that's Sister Ruby. No, that's not Sister Ruby. Okay, that 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 particular number never speaks, uh, Pastor Chris. Uh, we we okay. uh, thank you for calling in. Let's God bless in. you. Seventy
1: nine ninety one. Seventy
2: nine
0: ninety one. God bless you. Thank you for calling.
2: Um, this is Jeanette Pontoon, and at twenty five ninety eight. Is my uh, sister at my mama house Okay <laughs> <up yet. laughs> Okay, okay Sister Edna, thank you Yes. So she'll be listening She just ain't figured out how to get over yet Okay, alright, thank you so much Sister Jeanette You're welcome
0: Alright Go ahead, Next back to Chris Caller 2985 2985, you are live On the air, God bless you
2: Good evening. I got on late. Hey. I didn't hear the. Uh, I didn't hear everything. But as a woman that's been married for 53 years, I would like to say this. Uh, when I went back to Genesis 2 24, First Corinthians 6:16, 6 and you can come back to where you are now. The whole point is that the person that's unsaved, we don't know whether or not the one that's saved that God would not use your light. To draw that unsaved person Our job is to pray As much as we know how And to keep the faith If we be willing to stay In the condition where we are Now if you not We know in Corinthians The scripture gave us a right to walk out And then another thing I will say When God puts the two together God joined us together And whatever God joins together He said let no man put it asunder now, if God hasn't joined you together, there's something you have to find
1: out. But the
2: whole thing is going to come through prayer for yourself and prayer for the person that you're with. And you have to trust the power of God and the faith of God if you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian, we know that Christian is not, unchristian person is not going to pray or even pray like you pray. So the whole thing is, who are you in the midst of this situation? Who do you belong to in the midst of this this situation? And are you willing to seek the Christ that's in you, so He can guide you with the right and proper information? God bless you. Amen. God bless, Sister Ruby. Next caller, Pastor Chris. Next caller, fifty-three
0: thirty-eight. Fifty-three thirty-eight. You are live on the air. God bless you.
2: Good day, this is Pastor Homer And I'm just listening in today God bless you all Thank you Pastor G
0: Amen Alright, last caller 010118 You are live on the air God bless you 0118 Just listening, it was a blessing Thank you
2: God bless you. Thank you for listening.
0: Amen. Sister Lorraine, Sister Roberta,
2: back to you. Okay, well, what we're gonna do? uh, We haven't a lot. We haven't had a lot of um, chances to speak on today. Uh, We have uh, 34 minutes. No, we have 26 minutes left. I'm gonna do my housekeeping because I want to um, give each person a chance to give their final thoughts for today. Also, I want to give um, Sister Roberta uh, time to pray for the subject matter on today for relationships and things of that nature. So um, we're uh, going to recognize Sister Dorothy Dorothy Curry on today, who's 95 years young, and her two caretakers, her two daughters, Sister Shirley Allen and Sister Lucille Priester. We want to pray a a blessing over over your household, Sister, Sister Dorothy Curry. And Sister Lucia Priester Also we want to recognize uh, Sister Ella Priester Who's 96 years young And her two caretakers Her daughters Sister Rosa Lee Priester And Sister Lee Ola Priester God bless your household as well And may it uh, overrun with uh, everything you need Amen And last but certainly not least Sister Eartha Lee Aaron Who's 92 years young And um, her two caretakers her two daughters, Sister Edna Moore and Sister Jeanette Pontoon, and we pray the blessings of God make you rich as well and add no sorrow. Uh, we're going to start with um, you, uh, Brother John. Last uh, remark, final remark.
4: Um, yes, ma'am. Um, it's truly been an honor and a pleasure speaking today, and also this, this subject of Ephesians chapter five. And just thank God for the opportunity that we can dig in and bring out a lot of the hidden things that I think the church has left dormant over the years. And mm-hmm. during this pandemic, God has given us opportunity to, to get refocused. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother John. Uh, Pastor Little, we know you're traveling, and if you have service right now, we'll give you an opportunity to give your final thoughts on today, something you want to leave with the people.
6: Um, I I really – enjoyed today. Um I didn't I didn't I didn't get it all but what I heard today I enjoyed it. Um I just want to encourage them, um whatever situation they in, don't give up. Amen. Uh, when you got hope, faith has something to work
2: for. So don't give up. Stay in the race.
7: Amen.
2: Amen. Great advice Pastor Pastor Little. Uh Pastor Jackson, would you like to have final remarks? Something you
5: want to yes. leave with the people on today? Yes. I want to thank uh, you, uh, Mr. Brown, for allowing us to be a part of this uh, Ephesians uh, 5. And uh, this is a, actually a wonderful, wonderful scripture for a lot of things that for all of, of, of a Christian to look at and see what he or she needs. The last verse, nevertheless, let everyone of you. in in particular so love his wife even as himself and the wife see that he reverence her husband God bless everyone have a wonderful day
2: you too sister um, Tammy final remark I really truly enjoy talking and dissecting Ephesians 5 and getting knowledge and understanding of things that I didn't see that was brought to light. So I thank the panelists for all of their input and I'm praying that every listener was transformed by something through this whole series. Amen. Amen. Sister Tree, I'm sorry, were you done, Sister? Tammy? Yes ma'am. Okay, okay. Didn't want to cut you off. Uh Sister. Tree, when I made a comment on the show weeks ago, I had no idea that God was setting me up uh, <laughs> to be a part of the show. But I am forever thankful because I I was raised in a church, and I've read Ephesians, you know, five uh, hundreds of times, but this time... When I had to dig and go, you know, down in it, God opened up some things to me that was just awesome and and I'm thankful. Um, But I do want to say this, when husbands love their wives in the way that God outlined it in his word, it's much easier for wives to respect and submit to their husbands. And then when Mm -hmm. wives practice respectful submission, it is much easier for husbands to practice loving leadership. So God gave us all a role to play in marriage. And uh, my final um, thing that I want to share today is during my marriage counseling, uh, one of the books that um, the pastor and wife that did our counseling um, introduced to us was when sinners say, I do discovering Mm -hmm. the power of the gospel for marriage. Um, And in this book, the foundation of your marriage is the Bible. Truth-based marriages are inherently centered on Christ. The fountain of your marriage is the gospel. The gospel is an endless fountain of God's grace in your marriage. And the focus of your marriage is the glory of God. Marriage is not first about me and my spouse. The man and woman are essential, but they are also Secondary, mm. God is the most important person in the marriage. Marriage is for our good, but it is first for God's glory. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much uh, we will We will have that that subject matter on the table on next week, and you know you since it's it's a birth from you, you have to be a midwife while we're giving birth to it on next week. <laughs> Excuse me uh, Pastor Chris we, we're going to uh, have you To give any final remarks that you may have And uh, Roberta will have the rest of the time To pray and, and use for her final remarks I'm all done So Pastor Chris and after you so Roberta it's on you uh, To have your final remarks and prayer However the Lord leads you
0: Amen Well what we have to learn uh, In this series Is that first We must make Wise Decisions And requests unto God What am I talking about We have to be Men and women enough To know that we Lack That's key When you're able to be transparent enough To know that you don't have it All together That's when God Can start working In you Second We should examine ourselves And our motives That is key Sometimes And this is (coughs) going to coast on On next week's lesson But some of us Didn't marry Sadie Uh oh Some of us wasn't in church All the way When we met our spouse So when we're adopted The blueprint of How we should be Men and women Of God Coming together as one flesh Coming together As a unit under Christ Sometimes there's a lot of Growing pains in that concept But we'll talk about that next week And number three We are to trust God's perspective Now again In relationship trust is Key also, in relationship with God, trust is key. How do we develop trust when we don't know how to be trusting? Uh-oh, let's see. sister Tracy got me started. But anyway, those are the three points. Tune in next week because we're going to get really in a nitty-gritty as far as that because it needs to be talked about. Some of us ha- have not been saved all our life. A lot of our marriages did not start in the pulpit, just keeping it real. And we're figuring it out as we go, as we transition to become one flesh. So that's my final thought. So, Sister Roberta, you have the floor.
1: Amen. Amen. amen.
2: God is so good and he cares and he's concerned about everything that concerns us, even our marriages, even our problem in our marriages. It's it's so awesome. And as Paul stated, it's a mystery. It's a mystery that God is the only one that can reveal and show us how to do it. Because every man and woman have different love.
1: languages,
2: Different the way they love. And one of the things I found out that uh, my husband didn't love me So he couldn't give me What I needed Because he didn't love me And what I had to do Is go to God And ask God to teach him How to love me That was very painful To know that your husband Don't love you And how I found out That he didn't love me Was through the scripture The Bible says Love love is not selfish Love don't seek its own and and reading the scripture and find out well, you know, he was very selfish and he was just concerned about what he wanted. And that was a hard thing for God to reveal to me that he didn't love me. But my love for God allowed me to pray that he would teach him how to love me. And the pain that that goes with it, like Pastor Chris says, the growing pain, oh my God, they hurt. But they're necessary. Because it's not, at the end of the day It's not about us at all It's about Christ He wants to be glorified in our lives He wants to shine And when He shines And gets the glory That's all that matters and that's why Paul says it's a mystery It's a mystery Because what you'll take I won't take What I'll take you'll take Because God made us different But He made us to give Him glory Made, he made us to Allow him to shine in our life And all the way that Jesus can shine That there has to be darkness The darker the night The brighter the light When he shines in the darkness It's brighter And I just thank God that Even with everything that I've gone through In my marriage That Jesus gave me everything I need in the midst of the problem. Did it hurt? Yes. Did I want to walk away? Yes. But when he told me something one time, he told me he told me to forgive. And I told him, I said, he don't deserve it. And he said, neither <laughs> did you. And he hasn't done anything to you that you haven't done to me. And that silenced me. And it made me look at myself that I wasn't perfect. I'm not perfect. And I just the reverence because I asked the Lord, why you never tell told a woman to love a man? You told her to respect him. And I couldn't understand that. But I know to respect reverence meaning that the church, so the, the marriage is a picture of what the church looks like on earth, and this is God was God was was trying to get us. All these strips just to get us out of our flesh into the spirit man, to deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow Him. And that's in everything we do. Does it hurt? Yes, yes. But at the end. <laughs> At the end. You go back to what Jesus did. Jesus came back. He was on that cross, he was beaten, he was buried. But at the end. Yes. But at the end he rose and declared that all power in heaven and earth was in his name. So in order to rise with power, you have to die. Be buried and resurrected. In our life, In order for your marriage That's what has to happen We have to die And be buried And allow the Holy Spirit to resurrect And the the resurrection Is always spiritual And I just thank God For this opportunity for everyone Myself personally Because it has brought me conviction It has brought conviction to me It has brought pain, joy And it's just amazing how much God is concerned with us and wants to clean us up because he said, I'm coming back for a church without spotting. And when we learn these things and the Holy Spirit convicts us and bring it back it so we can repent, that's a form of him clean, cleaning us up, washing us with the word. I thank God. For the word of God, that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path that shows us the path that we're supposed to walk in. And with that said, I just want to lift
7: begin
2: begin to pray. Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, Father, we come with open arms. We come bowing in your presence. We come first of all asking you to forgive us, to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Forgive us indeed things we said, thought about, that was not pleasing in your eyes. Father, we want to be meat for the master's taste. We want to be all that you've called and created us to be. And Father, as your word declares, that you would, Clean us from all unrighteousness. And as we go back in our hearts and our minds with the things we've done wrong in our marriages, and we ask you to forgive us now. There's so much debris, so many things, Lord God, that we don't want to touch or deal with because it hurts too bad. But the only way that we can be free is that we have to come face to face with it. And we ask you to bring us face to face, Father God. Father, we ask you now in the name of Jesus to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Wash us with your blood. Father, we thank you for giving us the strength, the power, the wisdom, and the knowledge to deal with it. We thank you for the hurt and why. We thank you that all they went through, we thank you that they stood the test of time because of you, Father God not anything that we've done, but because of your love and your mercy that kept us there. And we thank you today, Lord God. We ask you that we will grow stronger. We will seek you even more. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added." And we come today repenting, Lord God. We come today, Lord, asking you to forgive us. We lay it all at your feet Father For the wife that's not reverencing her husband That she will reverence him Not because he deserved it But because you said do it For the husband that you said Love your wife Not because she deserved it But because you said do it And they want to obey you hmm. Father we thank you for what you're bringing out of this We thank you for the seeds That's sown today And throughout this this book, Father God, that it will bring forth much fruit. We thank you, Lord God. Father, we praise you and give you glory. And we ask you hmm, to clean the debris. We can't do it, but we ask you to do it, Father God. We come confessing all you told us to confess, act, and believe that you would do it. Thank you, Lord, for open the eyes of our understanding. Open our ears to hear your voice clear. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking. When we get ready to do wrong, that you would bring conviction, and we would stop it, Father God. We thank you for your anointing on each and every one of our lives to destroy every yoke of bondage in our lives. And, Father, we just thank you today for all that you do. Thank you for your love and your compassion that fails not. And, Father, we pray for those that are about to get married, that you will bring counselors in their way to teach them these scriptures, that they won't go in blinded, but they'll go in with open eyes. Amen. To see what your word expects, what your word wants them to do. And we just thank you today for all the listeners, Father God. We pray that your anointing would be upon them, Father God. We know that it was not by luck or chance, but it was by divine importance that they tune in today. That you will cover them with the blood of Jesus. Give them open ears to hear your spirit. Father, we thank you today that you welcome our repentance. Amen. And thank you for loving us so much Mm -hmm. that you bring this to us so that we can repent, that we won't have to continue to walk in darkness, Mm -hmm. but we'll walk in your light. God, we praise you and give you glory. We honor and magnify your name. And for each marriage we pray that you will give them the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, everything they need to grow. Father,
7: in the, growing
2: time, the growing pains are good mm-hmm. because they bring life. They bring peace. They bring joy. And they bring power. We thank you, Lord God. Because you said he's a god iniquity in our heart. You won't hear.
7: And mm. we thank
2: you for cleaning it all up today, Lord. That yes, we will Lord. walk under the anointing and in the power of the Holy Ghost. That nothing would hinder our prayers from being prayed, Father God. Thank you for everything that was said. That it falls on good ground. That it will reap a harvest, Father God. Yes, god, Lord. we give you glory. We give you praise.
7: We yes, truly Lord.
2: magnify your name. Yes, we Lord. exalt you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for taking time with us.
1: Your Thank patience, you, your
2: long suffering, Father God. Even in areas that we think we're right, mm. and find out that we were wrong, that we would not be prideful,
1: yes. but we will come
2: committed yes.
1: and yes, repent.
2: Not only to you but each other Lord we praise you And we give you glory Thank you For being a good
1: good father Thank Mm -hmm. you For
7: being an awesome God Thank
2: you for being an awesome
1: Savior
2: Father you said all things Give thanks It is the will of God in Christ Jesus Concerning you And we thank you that you declare That you are God of all comfort Thank you for comforting each person today in their relationships. Not just marriages, Father God, but relationships, Father. That so we will learn to put you first. Learn to allow the Holy Spirit to speak and move as He will. Father, that the Holy Spirit would tell us what Jesus wants us to know. And we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We reverence you on this call. And we bow in your presence. Whether there is fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. God, we thank you. We praise you now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
1: Hallelujah. We praise
2: you and give you glory, Lord God. Oh, we magnify you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank
7: Hallelujah. you, Lord
2: God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you Lord Thank you Father God We praise you and we trust you Father we pray that the angels Will carry out this prayer request In Jesus name we pray
1: And give amen. you
2: A Amen and amen. amen
1: You know
2: next week Our topic will be It's so hard when someone you love Is hurting and there's nothing you can do about it hmm. but pray and trust God. We ask you amen. not
7: only you but tell others
2: because we believe mm-hmm. that there's a blessing with the name on it. Amen. Yeah, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Christmas, in your hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Amen, And
2: diseases are being healed.
0: We'll wait on the promise.
1: Central Texas.